Hey guys, um, it's me again. Um, I think we're going to talk about several different things. I'm going to tell you a newer story. We're going to talk about what's going on in the universe. We're going to talk about being optimistic, being yourself. Um, yeah, and I'm not, it, we're going to get into some weird shit. Of course, because I'm, I'm not a huge skeptic, but, like, I can't doubt anything. Um, as far as, you know, like, future, like, the fortune tellers and stuff like that, or mediums. We're going to get into some weird shit today. Um, and we're going to have a good time. And we're going to be positive. And hopefully this kind of helps you a little bit, because as someone who personally deals with depression and anxiety... And insomnia and all kinds of other fucked up shit. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm very relatable. And I'm so proud to say that, uh, someone mentioned to me the other day that they liked my podcast because I'm the same person on this podcast as I am in actual physical person. Which, that's, I, I kind of get that. You know, like if you get into show business, and suddenly, you know, you know somebody um, personally and then you hear them get on like the radio or something and they're a completely different person. That would be kind of disconcerting. You know, it's it's kind of off-putting, wouldn't it? Because it's almost fake. This shit ain't fake. It's real. It's 100% real. I'm going to just kind of be myself. Because um, not only is this fun for you guys to listen to, but it's fun for me to do and it's almost therapeutic in a sense so get your drink um i got a rock star here and a big ass thing of water because you guys need to drink more water you know what maybe i'll tell that uh i'm gonna tell another pretty gnarly work story uh, uh and it's it, it's gonna explain why you guys need to drink more water okay we'll call it the water story um Maybe we'll tell that at the end. So stay tuned and I will tell you a really gnarly ass, like, good dehydration water necessity story at the end of this, okay? So we're going to tell that one at the end. Save, hold, hold your Fruit Loops. Just wait. We'll tell it at the end. Calm your tits. It's going to be okay. Breathe. <sighs> Breathe nice and deep for me, okay? I want you to just kind of calm yourself. Let's talk about... Being ourselves. Being yourself um, and staying honest, not being fake, can be really difficult nowadays, especially with, like, social media and whatnot. Um, oh, yeah, and if you guys haven't, grab your drink, coffee, tea, uh, your cigarette. I don't condone smoking, but if it is, whatever, I'm not going to judge you for it. Um, grab your, your smokes or whatever it is you're doing, your drink. Uh, your teas, your coffees, your waters, which I would love you to drink more water because, God, water is, water is the life force. You need to drink water. But yeah, so just get in a relaxed state because we're going to talk about being yourself and all kinds of shit. So as I was saying, I'm kind of the same person on here as I am in physical person. So if you were to walk up to me on the street... I wouldn't just be like, hi, how the fuck are you? No, uh, but I'll be like, hi, how are you? Like, I'm very polite. 
and I can be a bit shy. Um, I'm kind of like an introvert that's taught herself to extrovert. Like, I'm kind of like a dog, like a happy dog. Where I'm like, hi, do you want to be my friend? Hi, do you want to be my friend? Or is, hi, how are you? You want to be my friend? And then like, you know, it's it's kind of like you get turned down or you don't. Um, I just try to be nice to everybody. Um, I'm, f I'm fairly well liked. Uh, so, yeah. So, I'm going to turn this fan on. It's kind of hot up in here. Um, yeah, being yourself. Being yourself means not being um, fake, not pretending to be something that you're not, of course. And you're like, ooh, real smart, Bailey. Wow, this one went to college. No, like social media I feel has made us become so fucking artificial because now like and for instance I'm part of the millennial generation just I was born in 1996 so it's like uh we have like the lowest amount of marriages uh we get married the latest when we do get married we get married in like our 40s and 50s it's so weird <clears throat> And social media, I think, has a lot to do with our relationships and our personalities. Because you can be something so different from what your Facebook page or your Twitter or, you know, your Tinder. Oh, my God. On the other part of that, stop doing the catfish shit. If you look like a paper bag that's been drawn on with Sharpie, be fully upfront about it, okay? Somebody is into paper bags, okay? Someone out there is there for you. Don't be fake showing up to fucking dates and shit looking like, you know, fucking Gargamel and shit like that. Oh my god. Rant over. Anyway, so, be yourself. Uh, <clears throat> and if everything is up front, if you're completely translucent um, in personality-wise, like, you're never, you never change then there's nothing to hide. No one can use it against you. Like, for instance, like a friend of mine in high school was like fully in the closet gay. Um, and this person wanted me to date them to cover up the fact that they were gay. And I'm like pretty sure everyone thought I was like a lesbian or some shit in high school. Um, so I'm like, yeah, we're not fooling anyone, friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm not lesbian. But I'm just saying like... It's not, don't be ashamed to be lesbian, but also don't be making up fake ass relationships with your other queer friends to hide the fact that you're fucking queer. Because one, you're kind of doing that gay shame shit or you're being ashamed of yourself, but also you're making that person feel that they have to hide too. Don't do that shit. That fully happened to me in high school. And then I started dating a boy and woo, shit changed. Um, but yeah, be yourself. Let it all hang out. Don't be fake. Live your life 100% you. Don't be in people's faces. Don't be an asshole. But try to act as true to yourself as you can. And you will not regret the shit that you do. Lord knows, anytime uh, that I've ever kind of caught myself trying to do that, trying to fit in, 
it's just made me feel uncomfortable and like sick to my stomach, you know? And so just whatever comes naturally, just, just be true to yourself. Don't fit in with everybody else. Do what feels right. Um, unless what feels right is like hurting people and shit, then you need to go, you know, see somebody for help. But seriously, be yourself. Staying optimistic. Next topic. Staying optimistic when shit is super dark is so hard for me. Um, cause this is kind of going to blend into my next topic. I'm not a hardcore, like astrology or like energy person. Um, I'm not super into it, but I don't doubt it cause it's fascinating to hear people talk about it for me and to learn about it. Cause it's very extensive kind of information. There's people that literally have a living, uh, doing like astrology stuff. Um, having the stars relate to, you know, your... Uh, what you call it, like your fortune or whatever, your your life map or whatever, is fascinating to me. That concept that everything was organized for a reason, like in most religions, things were chosen for you. It makes things sound so special. Even if you don't believe in that shit fully, it's fascinating in these concepts to think about it and to talk about it. And staying optimistic can be hard for me because I'm like positive and happy but also very realistic so I know when some shit is dark it is dark for instance I we were talking about this Tibbetts chick that went missing and they found her body and you know all about that shit on the like pig farm and they said it was like an immigrant I'm not gonna talk about that shit uh because People are thinking it's an immigrant problem, and I, I'm not going to talk about that shit. But I had told my mother, because she was taken, she was a University of Iowa student. She was taken quite a while ago. And in my instincts, if I was like a detective or somebody, I knew kind of in my heart of hearts that she was either taken for like probably sex trafficking and she was either already out of the country or going to be or she was going to be dead because it was either sex trafficking or some sort of ransom shit or it was someone that just wanted to like do stuff and then kill her pretty much. So I, she was either alive and out of the country in my mind or she was dead or going to be dead. So that's how I figured it with the amount of time between when she was taken. I just I couldn't think of any other reasons. I couldn't think of, well, yeah, I couldn't think of any other reasons why she would have to be alive unless it was ransom. And no one heard anything from anybody. No notes were left. So I was thinking, she's dead. She's close to being dead. Or she's been out of the country for a while. That's what I was thinking. And when you know it, they found her body in a field. So... Staying optimistic can be hard. I know, like, her parents and shit were probably like, she's alive somewhere. I know she is. And in my mind, I'm like, probably not. Just, I'm too, like, what do you want to say? Uh, not logical thinking, because that's just, that's not exactly it. Um, I'm very analytical sometimes. So it's like, I, in my mind, there was no way that we hadn't heard anything from any, you know, for hostage or anything. 
and have her still be alive. Um, so if I was a detective, that's kind of what I thought from it, that she was probably dead and it's sad. And I'm sorry that that happened to her family. Um, but yeah, staying optimistic can be hard in that situation. Staying optimistic in any sense. Right now, this is, I'm going to blend the staying optimistic with this next topic. Because you're going to need to stay optimistic for the rest of this fucking year, honey. Apparently, uh, and according to many people who are psychics and mediums and uh, people that are fortune tellers. A lot of people, including my one close friend, who I'm not going to name. She's kind of, she kind of is a medium. I'm not saying it's real. I'm just saying she's talked about shit that she never knew about with me. And other people, and last night, um, we talked a little bit with another friend of mine, two other friends of mine, we were all four kind of talking about how this, right now, it's been kind of hard for everybody, life has. It's been very uncomfortable, very nerve-wracking time, a uh, very stressful time for whatever reasons. Everybody's had their reasons, whether it's personal, like, stuff at home, stuff at work, relationship stuff, shit's been happening, money stuff, whatever. People have just been having a hard time lately. And my friend who says she's a medium um, basically said that, you know, she's a medium and that right now the universe is supposed to be in a state of flux, in a state of death and change. Now, death is not a bad thing, apparently. It's not as permanent as everybody thinks in the universe. Now, I was born in November. I was born on November the 3rd, 1996. And so, I'm a Scorpio, technically. And I know some people said the moon and shit shift and shit. I don't care. I am a Scorpio. My mother was a Scorpio. My father's a Scorpio. I'm a fucking Scorpio. 100%. Yeah, I got some other leanings, and, you know, they talk about your rising sign is, like, the center of the umbrella, and then all the other signs are a part of yours as well, as it branches out. But in my mind, I am Scorpio in my heart. In the old way, November is still Scorpio up to, like, the 23rd or something like that. So I am a Scorpio bitch. I claim it. Why not? I don't 100% believe in it, but if I'm going to be something, I'm going to be 100%, Okay. I don't half-ass anything, and I don't, I don't, I whole shit everything. I whole ass everything, 100%, I don't know, some shit like that. Get a giggle out of that, I don't know. So, this medium friend of mine said that the universe is in flux, we're in a state of life and death, which for Scorpio, Pluto just became a planet again, by the way which is supposed to be our, like, home planet or house planet for Scorpios. But also, we're also ruled by Mars. Um, but Pluto is the planet of life and death. Of, like, death and rebirth. The cycle of it. The permanent, never-ending cycle of life and death. We are... Many symbols for us is, of course, the scorpion. And the... Uh, the eagle is another one. Uh, uh, an eagle, a bald eagle, or just an eagle in general. And then there is the phoenix. <clears throat> which the phoenix is a, 
a bird that rises <clears throat> from its own ashes. It dies and then it is rebirthed from its own destruction. So right now, and if you could, if you're huge into astronomy, which is not astrology, astronomy, Mars right now, if you look at the sky at night, there's going to be a really orange looking star to you. You're going to think it's a star near the moon and in the sky, and it's going to be very prominent. That is not a star. That is Mars, honey. So right now, this life and death shit, this universe being in flux, my house is a house of change, Scorpio. I feel like this is what my, I don't know, if I was like a whole deep into it, I've kind of researched a lot because it's fascinating. This is my time. This is what my personality and soul and future and fortune is supposed to be about is that cycle of destroying oneself to be reborn from those that destruction, basically. And so the whole universe right now is supposed to be in that death to rebirth state. And it's supposed to be, we're supposed to be fully reborn by the new year. So after um, New Year's Eve into New Year's Day, the first of 2019 is supposed to be our epic rebirth. We are going to rise from our fucking ashes and we will become something we've never been before. And I'm so fucking excited. All this shit she was telling me. And right when she said it, the three of us that were standing there with her, she was talking about us it being in flux, and that's why all this crazy shit is happening. If you look in politics, people are getting, in American politics at least, people are getting arrested, they're finally getting convicted of shit that they fucked up. Uh, there's a lot of backstabbing going on, a lot of investigative shit going on, and uh, I think it has, I'm kind of getting into this astronomy and astro I mean astrology shit where I kind of believe some of this shit she's saying I know like it's well-known fact all this politics shit but some of the stuff it would make sense like maybe maybe that's why shit's so crazy right now because we're not I'm not the only one experiencing crazy shit in their life it's just calm down thank god and I'm gonna try not to rock the boat or anything and so of the others that were standing there with us, but even her, she said, my shit has been a little hectic lately. And we're all like, yeah, everybody's shit been hectic. Um, so yeah, she's supposed to have like a third eye to, she like sees or senses shit, um, in the universe. And she says that's why stuff's so crazy right now. It's because we're getting ready to die. I know that sounds scary. We're getting ready basically to kill our ego and this current way of life. Our current situation, the way we are, our personality. We're about to have ego death, essentially, in our realization. It's about to die and then we're going to be reborn. So, all I gotta say is, basically what she said to me is, if there's any problems you have right now, let that shit go. Any grudges you got, she said, don't seek vengeance. Don't forget it, but let that shit go. Um, let it Just let it slide off of you like water, because it doesn't matter. She's like, whatever you have right now, any problems going on with beef with people or relationship issues, arguments. Um, she's like, just keep your, your nose... Uh, 
you know, your nose clean. And she's like, keep your, your, your ear to the ground. Keep on your path. Don't stop. Don't feel doubt right now. Just keep going. Push forward is basically what she said. It's going to get scarier. She's like, you're going to see more and more shit that's going to be fucked up. But you know what? You're going to have to keep pushing on because we have to get to the end of this to start over is basically what she said. And I'm like, it's kind of making sense. Even if it's bullshit, okay? Even for those people that are skeptic. Even if this sounds like bullshit to you, the moral of this I feel like she's telling me is don't hold a grudge right now. This is temporary. Don't let shit bother you. Just keep doing what you need to do to get shit done. Don't hold up your shit on grudges with people. Don't keep mad at your partner or your people in your relationships. Let it go and move on. Let it go and move on. And uh, be ready to be kind of remade from this past year when it passes because we're almost into fall ladies and gentlemen we're almost into september uh it's august 20 hold on it's august 23rd right now at 3 30 p.m for me um so it's like yeah just keep pushing on is basically what i got from that even if you're skeptic it's good advice Regardless of what you believe, it was good advice to just don't hold on to shit, let it go, and just keep moving forward. The new year, new you, they talk about that shit. Whatever. It doesn't just have to be the new year to do new shit, okay? You don't, that's not just a special day to be, you know, changing your life forever. Do it on a whim. Do it when it feels right. It could be fucking... Like your day off or something. You could be at the fucking grocery store or some shit. If it feels right, fucking go for it. I'm not saying don't plan shit, but if listen to your guts. I, I hear or I, I see too many situations where people don't listen to their instincts no more. They're not listening to their what their instincts and guts telling them. I'm not saying... Listen to everything, like fear and things like that and anxiety. Don't feed into that shit, but, um, you know, don't let it bug you too much. But yeah, that's, if shit's been hectic, you know, uh, where we're all experiencing it, you're not alone right now. <laughs> she's, she's like, everybody has had some sort of uncomfortable feeling recently because of it. I don't know if it's real, but it's kind of making sense. It's kind of all fitting together. And regardless of whether you believe it or not, the advice was good. So, I appreciated that. So, you're not alone if there's some crazy shit. Press on. Press on and keep going. Uh, next topic. Hmm. What are we going to talk about? I'm into video games. I don't know about you guys. I play... A video game called Dead by Daylight and it's kind of a horror video game that's been on you know people plenty of people have heard about like the Friday the 13th video game which is okay it's all right I bought it and I played it a little bit and I didn't really like it because you can't choose if you're the killer or the survivor um, it's random and I don't like the randomness of it 
And in Dead by Daylight, you can choose whether you're a killer or a survivor. And you can choose uh, basically what character you want to be and what you want to bring in and perks you want to use. And you can upgrade on it. Um, so Dead by Daylight, basically the concept is if you're playing killer, it's you as the killer versus four survivors, okay? And there's several original killers and then they have a bunch of copyright ones. Um, the copyright ones, they have uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, Michael Myers, and Leatherface right now as the copyright ones. And then the other ones, they have several original ones that are really cool looking and fun to play. My favorite killer, well, killers to play right now is The Trapper and uh, Michael Myers. Just because of their abilities and it's just fun. I like the Michael Myers killer to play because when he's on, when he hasn't, basically you have for his, uh, for each killer you get a special ability. And uh, Michael Myers' ability is to stalk people. And if you stalk people long enough while they're doing stuff, not injure them, you're just watching them and you stalk them and you gain uh, something called evil within uh, power, basically. And once it comes to tier three, you can one hit down people. So it's like you hit them once they're down and you can uh, kill them or whatever, or sacrifice them. And then... If you're on tier 1, though, with Michael, and you haven't stalked anybody, your terror radius, which is something that the survivors can hear when you're close, um, normally if, like, you were just playing a regular killer, it'd be really loud if you're, like, within eyesight of them. But with Michael Myers, on with you not stalking anybody, you have no terror radius. So they don't know where you're at. You could be standing right behind them, and they would not hear it. Let me look up the uh, terror radius, um, and we'll play that. It's it's quite loud, and I play survivor. I'm mostly main survivor now, and that's it's just because it's fun. Um, and so as survivor, I main a character called Dwight. Uh, as a survivor, your main goal is to repair five generators. And to open the exit gate and escape the match is your goal. And, and to not die, basically, not be sacrificed. The killer's goal is to stop the survivors from surviving, stop them from doing generators, and to down them enough times and hook them on a hook and sacrifice them to something called the entity. Now, this whole game... The killers and the survivors are kind of trapped in like a third realm type thing. Kind of like uh, Lazarus uh, out of the Hellraiser series, if you've seen those. The pin, you know, Pinhead and the Cenobites and shit. Where it's like another dimension. It's kind of like a purgatory almost. And the entity requires, it, it tells the killers, you must sacrifice humans to me so they're driven by like an unknown force they're kind of brainwashed in a way it's kind of sad in a way because these killers are trapped basically with their survivors as well survivors were taken randomly 
and they're stuck in like a perpetual state of surviving and escaping the match or being sacrificed all the time and it just never ends it's kind of like it's kind of weird they haven't talked a huge uh amount of the backstory for the stuff they have it on there of course and i want them to make more original killers to the original story that'd be cool um but yeah so let's look up the terror radius terror radius music so if you're a survivor okay if you're a survivor and like for instance there's a trapper killer and you're doing a generator or you're running around and you hear the killer get close enough you'll hear this it's so loud when you're playing and while you're chased they're chasing you that's all you hear it's so loud and it's horrifying let me look up uh Let's see. Let's look up the heartbeat. Because uh, before they're chasing you, that's like the chase music. Um, let's see. Gonna find. Oh, and also, some killers don't have a terror radius. Some of them have something different. Like a lullaby, the huntress, who, by the way, wears a fucking bunny mask and has an axe, like a big, huge axe, but also she throws hatchets at you. She's like a huntress. Well, she's a huntress, but she's a hunter. So she's very, she has two weapons, a projectile and a regular melee weapon with her. So it could be rather difficult. Let's see. Is this it? Mm, nope, that's not it. Trying to find a clean audio for you guys. It's hard to find. Maybe that's it. No. Here we go. This is the Dead by Daylight theme. It's creepy, right? This is like the old, old theme. It's scary. And like their motto is death is not an escape. It's pretty cool though. It's pretty cool. I love Dead by Daylight. Let's see if this is it. Yep, this is it. This is what you hear when they're nearby, but they haven't spotted you yet. And especially if you have, like, your gamer headphones on, that is so loud. They're chasing you. Maybe haven't seen you yet. Maybe they're tracking you type noise. It's so creepy. And now they've seen you. Yep, they've seen you. Now they're chasing him. 
That's basically how it, it turns into... That's the whole fucking game as Survivor, that loud-ass music. But also, like I was saying, if it's a different kind of killer, it might not be that noise. You better pray to Jesus it's that fucking noise, because if it's another one like the Myers, you won't hear a terror radius if he's on tier... Like, if he hasn't popped past tier one. He's gonna be silent. You won't hear a fucking thing. I love playing Myers as killer because I could just snag a bitch off of a generator. And I know personally from getting pulled off of a generator by a, t uh, a zero terror radius Michael Myers that I shit my fucking pants. Because I'm so zoned in on fixing this generator to escape. I didn't even hear him. You could kind of hear him breathe through his mask. But by that time, it's too late because he's like right within, you know, swing kind of range of you he could hit you with the he carries a kitchen knife with him as a weapon of course um but with the huntress she just has a lullaby she hums a lullaby that's it there's no like heartbeat let me look up huntress oops there we go huntress lullaby oops And so she hums. Let me get it. You guys hear it? It's an old Russian lullaby. And the closer she gets, the louder it gets. It's so creepy. And that's the whole time. But you don't get the heartbeat. And you only get the chase music when she spotted you and you're in like a chase. But for the Freddy Krueger, let me look up Freddy Krueger. Let me see. Dead by Daylight. Yep. Freddy Krueger. He, uh, he has, like, this fucking little kid's, um, song. Let's see. Here it is. No. Here we go. Yep, Freddy's Lullaby. This is very distant. And this is close. It's like little kids or something going la la la. It's like out of the movies where you see those two little girls playing hopscotch or jump rope or something. And now he's right up on you. And that's when he's putting you into dream state is what it sounds like. That's creepy as shit, right? But those are the two players that have that. There are killers that have that non-kind of terror radius in it. Um, everybody was freaking out when Freddy Krueger came out, the new chapter for it. Because they're like, oh my god. 
how are we supposed to beat this? Well, it turns out when you fuck up a skill check, it wakes you up because he puts you to sleep. And you can't heal right, you can't repair anything, he just chases you. But when you're in, like, a wake state, he's, like, invisible. And that's all you hear is those little girls, like, humming and shit. It's creepy. But I literally, there's several times I've played a match as a survivor against a Freddy Krueger. And I was injured the whole time. And I constantly kept trying to heal myself and reheal myself. And he would always come over and find me because it's something they call tunneling where they just chase one person. Instead of chasing the three other survivors, they just chase one person to down them. Now, I'm a piece of shit survivor, just so you know, which means I'm really good at it. And so I'll do something like pallet looping where they can't catch me, but I'm wasting their time so the others can get the generators done and let us escape. Um, so usually I try to get the killer on me to chase me. And I'm really good at juking too. Especially the two and a half fake juke where you double back. You kind of, you break some ankles basically. Um, and the killer plays in first person. So everything's like right in their face. So it's really easy to run like a 360 around them. It's pretty fun. Highly suggest that game. Very stressful though. I've had people watch like some of my gameplay and be like dude I could never play that game because it's too stressful as a survivor but I, I used to main killer for the longest time and now I play survivor because I feel like playing with people in a team of four is just so much more fun I've d had some really funny ass times playing dead by daylight and I know we just got our servers back because I play on ps4 not pc but there's several people. Look up some Dead by Daylight memes or funny shit. A couple good streamers is Hybrid Panda. He's a good Dead by Daylight streamer. Ocho, uh, who, you know, <laughs> Palette Loops to Killerinos. And then, so his name's Ocho. And then I think Markiplier played it like a couple times and then he dropped it. So that was kind of shitty. Uh, and then, let's see. Who are some other good ones? Noob. I know he's been banned a couple times. This is They're all pretty much PC streamers, but I still watch them just because it's the same game. I just can't play with them because I'm on a console. Um, but yeah, I'm huge into video games. I love video games. I've played them. I used to play them with my dad, and we still play. He, I even got my dad to play Dead by Daylight, but he doesn't want to play Survivor because um, he just doesn't have interest in it, I guess. He plays Killer a lot, and he plays... Um, I taught him how to play the same killer I was playing at the time, which was Trapper. So he mains Trapper, um, kind of like I did. Uh, I want to someday get him to play Survivor, just so he could see both sides. Because I'll occasionally play Killer 2, um, mostly for like the rituals where you could get extra points and stuff. But yeah, hopefully I'll get him to play Survivor and then we could play together. Against a killer, that'd be fun, right? Um, but yeah, I play on PS4, uh, so yeah. Maybe I might run into some of you guys in, in some lobbies. The higher rank you get in Dead by Daylight, the longer the fucking lobby takes. I'm gonna just warn you that. So the better you get, if you're like rank 1, which is the highest rank you can get, because you start off on level 20 and you work your way up. Um, if you're rank 1, 
easy, like, 45-minute lobby. I'm not shitting you to wait for a game. Uh, as a survivor, at least. Killer, I think, is even longer. Because um, I've watched, like, Monto, who's another good streamer, and True, was it True Talent? I think he's, like, uh, I think he's Irish. Let me look up True Talent. There it is. He's a killer main, I think. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty good at it too, but like their, <laughs> their lobbies will take forever. They'll be sitting there for like an hour. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is, I think this is going to be the end We're at 40 minutes now. I don't want to have that same shit happen with the audio files. So I'm going to stop it here, guys. Um, uh, this is Puckish Rouge, by the way, podcast, but I will be calling myself Puckish Rogue, which is a kind of a wink to the Saints Row video game, where in, like, it's Saints Row 3 or 4, I think, uh, where you become president of the United States, <laughs> and the aliens that take over the planet in the game, he said, uh, you're a sociopath, you're, calls your main character, you're playing a sociopath or something, and you refer to yourself as a puckish rogue, <laughs> so I thought it was a cool name. So I'll call myself puckish rogue, but the podcast is puckish rouge, um, kind of like Milan rouge, and puckish being kind of funny or, uh, trickster-like funny shit, but yeah, um, Totally leave me a voice message on here on Anchor. I know it's kind of glitchy. So my recommendation to listen to this, if you like to pause it and come back to your spot, go on Spotify, which is free. If you don't mind some of the ads, kind of like the radio has on there, but it's free and you could totally stop the the uh, podcast and come back or skip ahead to whatever parts you want. And But if you're going to leave me a voice message, you'll have to do it on Anchor. Uh, the app Anchor, which is also free. It's kind of glitchy. I'm kind of hoping they're going to update it a little better. But for now, until I can get a better laptop, we're going to do this on Anchor. Um, so you guys have a wonderful day. Uh, remember, shit's in flux right now, apparently. And it's going to be okay. Just stay optimistic and be your fucking selves. And have a fucking fantastic great day. Love you guys. Bye.